0: Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why, well, why not? And today's what is going to be a visit to the subreddit of AskReddit at reddit.com. In a thread entitled, NSFW, what's the craziest thing you ever witnessed at a party? Before we get there, I just want to say thanks for listening. Uh, as you may know, I killed the Patreon for this podcast because I didn't want to accidentally charge anyone. I hadn't charged anyone in a long time, but uh, I just want to make sure that people understand that it is over. Um, I still have very few magnets left, and if you are interested, please email me at loureads at gmail dot com, and I will try to get you one of the last magnets, or at least some stickers to commemorate the podcast. Um, and as always, this podcast has become extremely infrequent, but... Uh, Here's an episode. What do you know? I just want to thank everyone who listens and everyone who supports the podcast and mentions the podcast. If you had a chance to, I hope you got to listen to my performance on the latest F Plus Garbage Day fundraising event. It was a lot of fun, and I got to read some absurdity about uh, a woman dealing with her boyfriends, funny, wacky references for her blowjobs, and uh, some other nonsense about veganism, I believe, if I recall. It was quite a blur. But uh, yeah, if you haven't heard it, check it out. I think I'm going to be in another episode of the F-plus fairly soon. If you don't subscribe to it already, check it out. And I'll also post on the Facebook group when it happens. Anyway, without any further ado, please listen to this. So the first thing we'll read in the subreddit, Ask Reddit in a thread started by UWU snap My Neck, entitled What's the Craziest Thing You Witness at a Party, was written by IG1820. And it goes like this. House Party in College. Standing in the kitchen, it was very low-key, everyone was one or two degrees separated, so not a rager. A guy was doing a shot of Captain Morgan's with a few others. He poured it out of a Nalgene bottle that everyone got at orientation. The guy was one of the heavier drinkers in the group, so he was already pretty deep in the sauce. After they all threw the shots back, he had that look. The quote-unquote, maybe-I-can-hold-this-one-down look, he couldn't hold it down. Luckily, he was nearest the kitchen sink when he threw up, but what came out was not normal. The unholy liquid that came from his mouth was deep red with chunks of what looked like muscle. A thin fluid with just masses of meat and other things. It was like an 80s movie special effect after a guy gets shot in the head. And all that was just thrown into a stainless steel kitchen sink and surrounding countertop. Before he was even done purging, he just groaned slash screamed, turning on the water faucet while simultaneously scraping the red vomit into the basin. Everyone was horrified. Turns out the guy had spent the day at a diner eating all-you-can-eat fried chicken with cherry cake for dessert with a group of friends. And it also turns out the guy was me. I was that guy. And DeBuxter adds, Got a gun pointed at my crotch by a girl whose apartment the party was at. She laughed and said it wasn't loaded. Then some guy called her back over to the table where he was sitting. He said, quote-unquote, give me that, and proceeded to pull out the magazine. I left about then. And you ULavala writes, an extremely drunk-slash-high guy, brackets, I have no idea, he was wobbling around and hallucinating, and he made my bed. I watched, also fairly drunk, from the corner of my room as he fell on top of it over and over while attaching the sheets and tucking them under the mattress. Guy's mother must have drilled some crazy sense of duty into him. And H. Christ adds, You just reminded me of the last time I was in the hospital. I was fucked up on some kind of sedative, and the nurse walked in on me making my bed. When she asked what I was doing, I told her, then insisted on finishing the corner square. Brackets, I'm not sure what it's called. It's a very tight series of folds on the bottom corners of the bed, kind of like an envelope. She said, we don't even do that here. To which I replied, quote unquote, my mother was awful, but she taught me how to make a bed. And why bother writes, I was in a band. The crowd was invited to the after party for a show. The guitarist was pretty interesting. He invites two chicks that are friends to wrestle in a kiddie pool full of vegetable oil. I had been in a committed relationship for a couple of years at this point. Still wanted to watch, but was not wanting to be disloyal. So the crowd is watching the two girls go at it. I watch until their tops come off, then exit the party. I see a sad-looking kid, maybe 12 or 13 years old, standing outside. Remembering being that age and feeling bad, I said, "'Hey, kid.'" I say, quote-unquote, "'Hey, kid, why so sad?' You should go into the party. There's two chicks wrestling with their boobs hanging out. Quote, unquote, that's my sister, he said. I felt so awful I ended up hanging out with him to try to make him feel better. I was so ashamed to have offered him. He knew exactly what was happening and was mortified. Great older sibling slash babysitter, apparently. And Reddit hive mind adds, I once got stabbed in the fucking chest at a party. This guy had a ceramic plate of wings, ragged, was drunk, and I accidentally bumped into him brackets, dropping his wings, and plate. He got so fucking mad, he picked up a shard of the plate and stabbed me with it. I ended up going to the hospital, but was mostly okay. And concerned secure ads. I was at a New Year's Eve party, years ago, at some house of a guy I kinda know. Two guys were there, and we all assumed they'd been a couple because of how touchy-feely they were. Turns out they had just met that night, but had a wicked intense connection like immediately. So I'm in the chill-out room chatting to people when I needed to piss. I got up and made my way to the toilet, but on my way back, I chose the wrong room and walked into the Coke room. One of the two gay guys walked in behind me, also lost. I knew a couple of the guys in the Coke room, so I stalled to have a chat, politely saying no to the CD case of lines. The guy behind me is interested and pushes in between us. This knocks the Coke guy over, and a few lines fall to the carpet. Well, all hell breaks loose. Coke guy puts the Coke down and starts fighting the gay guy. Some of the guys start trying to calm things, so I go looking for the guy's boyfriend. I tell him, your boyfriend is in a fight. He really doesn't know what to do. He explains how he just met him tonight, literally 15 minutes before midnight, when he was just looking for a New Year's shift. This was about 4 a.m., so he knew this guy less than half a day. He did go to see if he could help, but the two guys were separated and both told to stay away from each other. This worked for about 10 minutes before they bumped into each other in the hall. They started to fight and are broken up again. This happens twice more before the guy whose house it is, quote unquote the house guy, tells the coke guy to get out. He seemed to be the one causing it. He asked for a couple of minutes to get his stuff together, brackets his coke, and so he can take a piss. The lads say okay, but then he has to go. He takes his coke to the bathroom and we laugh. He's not taking a piss. We leave him there and I go back to the chill room with gay guy who's now being grilled by some hippie girl over what happened. He doesn't seem too comfortable talking to her, so he excuses himself. After a few minutes, he's not back, so his boyfriend goes to find him. He returns looking shook and sad. He can't get the words out, so I go up. I hear bumping and shoe scuffling in the bathroom and immediately think they are fighting in there again. I called the guys who live there and they jimmy open the door. There is the coke guy on top of the gay guy, absolutely eating the face off each other. Hands down, pants and all. They realize they've been caught and gay guy goes beet red. Coke guy, for reasons only God knows, gets so embarrassed he punches gay guy and jumps the house guy. He gets kicked out and gay guy follows him. The other gay guy is sitting downstairs completely bewildered and quite upset. Hippie Girl is trying to comfort him. House Guy is asking anyone if anyone had any idea that the coke guy was gay or bi or whatever. It's a surprise to all of them. I sit down with the hippie chick and sympathize with my new friend. Hippie Girl then tries it on with him, leans right in for the kiss. Obviously, he rejects her. She gets upset and leaves. He sits there, smoking a joint, staring off at the wall and just says, quote-unquote, What a fucking night. And Alien Ale adds, There's a certain club in Berlin. If you go to the men's room bathroom, you're almost certainly going to run into this one guy who's been there for years who will beg you and other random men to piss on his face. And thank you if you do. He will do it for hours every night. He is pretty polite and doesn't force you to piss on him, though he will beg you for it. I've seen lots of crazy things, but this one dude is impossible to forget. And Vital Hog writes... A much older gay American friend of mine told me a story of when he lived in Germany in the 70s. He lived there for 10 to 15 years, working some kind of office job. Anyway, he likes to frequent the gay bars. One day as he was relieving himself in a urinal at said bar, another young man ran into the room, kneeled next to my friend, grabbed him by his hips, and turned him around mid-piss, causing my friend to pee all over this gentleman's face and open mouth. Afterwards, this guy, just aglow with joy, brackets and drenched with urine, says to my friend, quote unquote, I'm an American and I'm going back to the States tomorrow. I've always wanted a German man to piss in my mouth. My poor friend, (laughs) my poor friend had to ruin this poor guy's entire trip by telling him he had just been peed on by another American, at which point the guy got absolutely irate and stormed out. Anyhow, I really hope this is the origin story of the guy in your post. Edit, I remembered one wonderful detail about this story last night. The only words my friend actually said to the guy were, quote-unquote, I'm so sorry, but with a thick, rural, mid-American accent. Brackets, think Bam Margera, or one of those Philadelphia cops from that episode of Ali G. (laughs) This is a very specific reference. And I'm Daniel West replies, The guy in question is actually German. His name is Rene, and he's quite well-known among the Berlin clubgoers. Source, I'm a Berlin club-goer. And Captain Chalky writes, This is fucking amazing. And Shadow Trance writes, You spelled horrifying wrong. And Adenips writes, These guys were trying to cook a pig, which none of them have ever done. So these geniuses came up with a plan to build a fire pit, lay the pig on top, then cast... Wait. <laughs> That's a funny story. And Danips writes, These guys were trying to cook a pig, which none of them have ever done. So these geniuses came up with a plan to build a fire pit, lay the pig on top, then place a cast iron bathtub over the pig to cook all day. When it was time to feed the partiers, they removed the tub to find nothing but ashes. They cremated the pig. And Randy Colpeck writes, My friend's older brother Tim showed up uninvited. All night, he kept asking everyone if they had seen his twin sister. She's here somewhere. I thought it was a little weird because he doesn't have a twin sister, but I shrugged it off. There was probably 80 to 100 people there. All night, he makes it a point to ask each and every group, each and every single person, if they had seen his twin sister because he can't find her. Around 1 a.m. in one swift movement, he tucks his wiener between his legs, drops his pants to his ankles, kills the stereo, and starts screaming, quote-unquote, twin sister, twin sister, while quickly shuffling all throughout the party. Good job, Tim. And Paranoid AI writes, a girl I know broke up with her boyfriend at a party. He was so mad, brackets, and drunk, that he took both his hands and formed a hammer and smashed through a windows. Next thing you know, he's on his knees, pissing blood, with both his arteries severed. One dude that kept his shit together, teared his shirt apart, and tied both of his arms and carried him like a potato sack in his car and flew to the hospital. He saved his life in front of our eyes. We were like 20 people who saw this and no one but this guy did anything. We all stood there like idiots. And Baby Call Me Mabel writes, It was towards the end of the night and one guy was asleep on a living room chair, legs over one arm and leaning back against the other arm. He woke up just as he was about to vomit and his friend literally dove in to catch the vomit with his hands. Brackets, we didn't want to mess the house being underage drinkers. That wasn't the crazy bit though. Sleepy Guy had caught his own vomit in his hand and said, quote unquote, it's okay, I got this, and scooped it back into his mouth. Swallowed it, then went back to sleep. It's been over 10 years since it happened and I will never forget watching that. I felt like I might barf reading that. That's really gross. I mean, it's no, come on food, but it's still gross. And Guitar Fox adds, okay, so this is weird, even though it happened to me, and I still kind of can't believe it. Austin, Texas, 2008-ish. I was living with six people in Hyde Park and all of us were under 30 and kind of a hot mess. We were all good friends and we'd drink way too much and go to parties all the time. So one of my roommates hits me up and tells me about a party nearby and gives me the address. I don't really know anyone there, but I don't really care because I'm going to go get drunk anyway. So I ride my bike over to some apartment complex and start looking for the right apartment number. I take a turn around one of the buildings and suddenly I see a fully naked 20-something girl making out with a fully clothed 20-something dude in the parking lot. She is pressing him up against the wall, and both of them are too busy to notice me. So I nope the fuck right out of there and wonder how the fuck anyone could be that bold. I repeat this girl was full-on naked, like without any socks or nothing in a parking lot alley of sorts at night. I finally did find the right apartment, and my roommate still has not made it. I break the ice with all these strangers by telling him about this weird-ass scenario that just happened, and everyone has a good laugh. It turns out a bunch of them live there, too, and they start to ask me what they look like. Just as I'm finishing the details about what the guy was wearing and what the girl's hair looked like, the people that were fucking walk right in the door. Dead silence, then straight up, quote-unquote, Hey, this new kid saw you fucking in parking lot, followed by howling and cackling. The girl, brackets, who was surprisingly clothed now, turned bright red and dragged the speechless guy she was with to her room in dead silence. By this point, I felt like I fucked up. I knew it would be a good icebreaker, but I would never have in a million years expect them to walk in the door. Then someone who lived there said not to worry and handed me a beer. And Old Man Higgins writes, A girl once lectured me about how dangerous cannabis is after she had just done a line of my coke. And Internet Kids Are Mean ads. My buddy once lectured me for sharing a vape pen with a stranger outside a bar, brackets pre-COVID, after he had just returned from the bathroom from doing lines of Molly off the toilet seat. And Dabihi uh, Bee writes, went to some girl's house party who made the mistake of saying when everyone was robbing her dad's stuff, quote unquote, Okay, everyone can just take one item. Obviously, that didn't go well. Her house was obliterated. She got kicked out by her parents not long after the party and ended up on heroin. Very sad story, and nobody knows for 100% certain, but whenever we reminisce about it, my friends and I are pretty sure it's that house party that sparked her downward spiral as she was a well-educated girl and quite well-off before that situation happened. She also ended up on Kilroy, brackets, an old British talk show, talking about the dangers of heroin and homelessness years later. And Ewitt Shots writes, I walked in on a literal fuck pile once, judging by the amount of limbs there were at least five people in it, with another six smoking pot and drink booze sitting around the pile like it was a weird bonfire. Edit, so this doubled my karma in one go, and my first medal as well. Thanks. And Spiritual Jaguar 4685 writes, I went to a house party that got out of control. I was part of the quote-unquote clearing out squad and I found a very coked up dude in the bathroom washing his face in the sink, which appeared to be filled with blood, like horror movie levels of blood. Apparently, he was punched in the face by someone with a big ring, which had sliced his nose essentially off. I will never forget him stuporously turning towards me to say something and his nose following his head on a two-second delay like on a door hinge. He looked like Red Skull from the Marvel movies. The party had gotten so out of control, we didn't even know who he was. We got everyone out in the front yard, we got everyone out in the front yard, killed the circuit breaker to the house, brackets, lights out, and called the cops. It was my friend's party, so I stayed the night and nothing eventful really happened once everyone was kicked out. And DVOS7789 7, adds, I went to a college Halloween party about eight years ago. There was this dude dressed up in a pink gorilla costume just going ham. Life of the party. Dude went a little too hard. He ended up throwing up directly into his gorilla mask brackets while wearing it and then followed it up by a power yeeting himself down the stairs. An ambulance came for him and we saw him again the next morning when he returned as a regular colored human and a cast on his leg. And Single Function One writes, I opened the wrong door and witnessed a girl starting to vomit on my friend's dick as she was sucking it and busted Axel's hats. House party in 1990. I was 19 and in college. The crowd was mostly farm and ranch kids, rodeo team people, and lots of high school girls. I was drinking beer at the kitchen table, talking to some people, playing one card no peeky. Two brothers lived in the house we were partying in. Parents were gone. There was a rear-projection TV in the living room with MTV or something on it. The older brother, maybe 20, was laying on a beanbag on the living room floor in front of the TV. Younger Bro comes in, sees Older Bro asleep on the beanbag. Younger Bro decides he's going to fart on Older Bro while he sleeps. Younger Bro undoes his pants, drops Trow, and squats over Older brother's nose and pushed. From my perspective, the whole thing was silhouetted by the television screen. A lone turd slithered out of the younger bro and landed on older bro's face. Younger bro whispers, quote, unquote, oh, fuck, because older bro had opened his eyes. Younger bro takes off running out of the house. Older brother sits up, sniffs, picks up the turd and yelled, quote, unquote, you shit on my face. Dead silence all around. Older bro gets up and leaves the room and heads down the hall. Comes back a minute later with a 12 gauge pump feeding shells into the magazine as he walked. Younger Bro is outside, getting into his truck when he sees Older Bro coming out the front door. YB fires up his truck and tore out of the yard while OB is shooting the hell out of the back of that pickup. I didn't party there anymore. And Dolphin Dollface writes, Hosted a party once and stayed sober so my house wouldn't turn into a wreck. Walked into my room and saw the biggest guy in my class, brackets, bodybuilding kind of guy, drunk AF, sitting on my bed watching reruns of SpongeBob SquarePants and eating nachos. Then he looked at me dead in the eye and said, quote, unquote, what? It's a good show. And Forex writes, at my first real orgy, there was a real Tolkien F, (laughs) Tolkien... At my first real orgy, there was this real Tolkien dwarf-looking dude. And while the rest of us did our thing, this dwarf just played guitar for an hour and a half. Later on, that same dude inspired me to make my own homemade Kahlua, because of which I now make my own wine and beer. I owe that dwarf a lot, come to think of it. Edit. Thank you, kind strangers. I'm glad I can make everyone's day a little bit better. I'm surprised this is my first gilding, but maybe it shouldn't be. I love you all. Edit 2. He never gave me his recipe, this stingy bastard. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I begged on my knees, but before everyone kills me, here's how you do it. Four cups of water, four cups of sugar, four cups vodka, half cup dark roast ground coffee, brackets freshly ground is best, one whole vanilla bean. Dissolve sugar into boiling water, allow to cool in a clean sealable gallon container, add alcohol, coffee, and vanilla bean add cooled simple syrup to container seal container shake 30 seconds store in cool dark place shake 30 seconds once a day for three weeks after three weeks strain and filter to desired clarity store in cool dark place makes excellent cocktails and gifts but i can't stress enough this was the fourth recipe i tried experiment and find what you like best and mice stole my cookie ads "'We got so drunk once we took turns of vomiting in a hollowed-out stump in the backyard until it was full.'" And Brancher adds, "'I remember first weekend of college in the dorms. We were hanging out with some guys just meeting people. These two complete fucking morons were crushing beers with the sole purpose of quote-unquote "'filling up the toilet with piss until it overflows.'" Meaning they weren't flushing, they were just pissing, trying to fill it up. I wasn't sure if they were even serious— I then had to explain to them how toilets work, basically that it was impossible because of how traps work. I was blown away at how stupid these guys were. To this day, 15 years later, those two guys are still some of the best friends I ever had. And Magic Blue Monkey Dog ads, I accidentally threw an orgy in uni. Theme was, quote unquote, bear as you dare, and I put a bowl of condoms and lube in the hallway so it was the first thing people saw when they walked in. It was meant to be funny. Turns out, you get a bunch of people naked and drunk and give them protection, they will fuck everywhere. Party was fun, but the cleanup job next day, and UW snap my neck asks, you didn't think this would turn into an orgy? And Magic Blue Monkey Dog replies, honestly, I thought my friends would be far too naive for that, but I was very clearly wrong. The word got out as well, so more and more people started turning up. We had a quote-unquote Tit Fairy, which was one of my female friends, flouncing around and getting new arrivals topless. TBF, some people opened the door and turned right around and left, but a surprisingly large amount of people saw what was going on and were like, quote unquote, well okay then. And redacted from Life ads, a car of girls showed up who knew this one girl at the party already. They had been partying elsewhere earlier and fairly hard too. By the time they got to our party, one girl is so drunk she shit in the back of her friend's car and passed out. Girls do indeed poop and can ruin the back of a Toyota Corolla. It was a nice car. And SCM 1992 writes, A rando who wound up at a house party asked a couple of people if they had heroin. And after we kicked him out, he came back to the smoker's area in the alley out back and tried to physically carry a drunk girl off down the back alley. We intervened and got her inside and safe. But that was pretty fucking crazy. Be careful out there, kids. And apocalyptic radish ads. So this was actually at a neighboring party in college, but we saw the chaos happen in real time. It was Halloween weekend, and a friend and I were on his back porch having a cigarette and shooting the breeze when suddenly we heard glass break from the neighbor's house. A guy dressed as a Ninja Turtle was now fighting a guy dressed as a zombie in the side yard as others tried to stop them. A girl dressed as a fairy was crying and saying she didn't cheat on the Ninja Turtle guy, and it was a misunderstanding. We just stood there watching this unfold, and then someone yelled about the cops being on their way. Everyone panicked and scattered. Some people demanded that we let them hide in my friend's house. He said no, and we both went inside. Later, we got the whole story from one of the guys who lived there. Ninja Turtle Guy thought his GF was cheating with Zombie Guy and decided to pick a fight. He shoved him into a door that had a glass pane and busted it. Brackets, which is what we heard. And then the fight spilled into the side yard. It was so bizarre to watch two people in Halloween costumes beating the shit out of each other. And Firefighter26S writes, Drinking with a bunch of friends, one guy is smashed and spills his full drink all over the floor. He grabs the mop from the closet and starts mopping it up while the rest of us give him a hard time for wasting alcohol. Deadpan takes the mop, lifts it above his head, and wrings it out into his mouth. And Ethan21162 writes, What a fucking power play. And Spliff Wizard writes, When I was like 16, a mate of mine had a free house for the weekend, so wanted to throw a little party. Standard scenario, everyone tells a few people who tell a few more, etc., and suddenly there are 60 kids in a three-bedroom house, each with more alcohol than they've consumed in their lifetime until that point. Obviously, it went tits up. An hour in, there was a queue of maybe 10 people trying to running jump through a small open window into the garden. One of the kids lived in the house behind, so his dad heard some music and looked out to see his 15-year-old son drunkenly jumping out the neighbor's conservatory window into a bush. He then came and literally dragged him home, lol. About an hour later, it was chaos. People having sex in every bedroom, including in my mate's 13-year-old sister's room. Someone cut the strings on his dad's guitar. A large girl jumped on my lap and broke a fucking cast-iron chair from a 200-pound set. Someone found his sister's Amy Winehouse wig, put it on me and sent me flying down the road in an office chair, which was obliterated when it hit a curb and flew into a neighbor's garden. Someone drank or stole all his dad's alcohol. Someone made dicks out of tape on every window in the house. Someone opened a bottle of bar- barbecue sauce in the living room and just span spraying it everywhere and the list genuinely goes on i was mortified in the morning hearing the shit that i had just done so i stayed for cleanup we filled 10 bin bags of just rubbish cleaned up piles of puke from everywhere i ran into town and got new guitar strings for his dad's guitar we couldn't hide the chair but hoped we could pass that as a sober oopsie We cleaned that fucking place to perfection, or so we thought. We left just before his fam got home, and he messaged us like, quote-unquote, awesome, all clear so far, until maybe an hour in his mom and sister go to make food when they find some of his sister's Barbie dolls at the back of the freezer, shaved and taped up like hostages. Then the neighbors came around and told them about me on the office chair and the plebs jumping out the window. It ended up changing his life. His dad attacked him, nearly split with his mum over it, and my mate had to work for his dad for free over the summer. He ended up leaving home at 17 and moving to the other side of the country. Sorry for the essay. I've missed a fair amount out too. And Booyah Moon Baby Love writes, watched a girl shoot heroin between her toes, watched her turn blue and go unconscious, then die. No one would let me call 911 watched her boyfriend literally beat her chest as hard as he could over and over until by some fucking miracle she came back i don't talk to any of these people anymore edit holy shit i've never gotten 1k on anything thank you for the awards as well heart emoticon rocking out emoticon and sad big titty goth girl ads it wasn't really a party more like an anime convention after hours I noticed at the end of the hall to my hotel room, there were two people dressed up in these Jigglypuff and Charizard suits. They had these oversized strap-ons around their waist the same colors as their costume, which were probably custom-made too, given the massive size of them. It took me a second to realize they had both turned around facing my direction and started running towards me. And I have never feared for my life before, until that moment. And historical anomaly adds... In college, our fraternity held an annual massive outdoor rager outside of town on some farmland. 1,500 plus people show up from a private school with an undergrad enrollment at the time of around 12,000. Extreme drunkenness ensues. One of the fellows has his high school buddy come into town just for this party. And this guy is having the time of his life. At one point, he gets encouraged by a couple of other guys who do the same to streak through the party. Of course, their timing of the streak coincided with officers from four different law enforcement agencies, brackets three cities and one county, arriving to bust up the fun. Like kicking over an anthill full of entitled, know-it-all drunken ants. People are scattering, and HSB gets nabbed, naked, by a couple of cops. He gets cuffed with his hands behind his back, and then the cops put some boxer shorts on him to cover the naughty bits. Don't know where the boxers came from. Of course, the crazy fire drill is still going on with college kids, cops, and escaping cars tearing through the fields trying to get out of Dodge. So the cops who arrested HSB turn from him to arrest another guy running by, and HSB sees his chance. He takes the opportunity to run into the crowd of escaping co-partiers. I, at this point, had my Jeep full of people, and as I'm plowing through the field towards the highway, My headlights illuminate a figure that we pass. You guessed it. HSB, in boxers, hands cuffed behind his back, legs pumping hard. Me, looking to my friend with a lengthy criminal history in the passenger seat. Did you see? Friend. Nope. Me, should we? Friend. Nope. So I'm ashamed to say I did not stop to save our hero. But the story doesn't end there. I learned later that night at a house party where we regrouped that HSB was picked up on the highway by a fraternity brother and his girlfriend who gave him a ride back to their house, still in boxers, still cuffed. When they got to the house, girlfriend called our university police department and tells them, quote unquote, gee, I don't know how to say this and please don't tell my parents I called you, but my boyfriend and I got a little kinky and I put handcuffs on him and now I've lost the keys. Is there any way you guys could help us? Our university police department sent a couple of officers over, and girlfriend answers the door in her nightie with HSB in his boxers. Officers tease her and him, uncuff him, tell those naughty kids to be more careful and leave. 20 minutes later, they're back, sirens blaring. Fraternity brother opens the door, and when they demand to see the guy who they have now learned was arrested by one of their brothers in blue, he tells them he doesn't know what they're talking about. They threaten to ticket all the cars on the block for illegal parking. He tells them that he parks in the garage and to go fuck themselves. HSB shows up at the after party, still wearing only the boxers. The next day, HSB returns to his own college across the country after becoming a legend at ours. And... Lane 71 writes, field party when I was in high school. There was a loud cheer going on about 50 feet away. Instantly, I figured two drunks fighting. Wandered over and some girl was lying on her back with her skirt hiked up and some dude's face was buried deep into her. Even with the cheering and hollering, he kept going and she didn't care that everyone was watching. And Vandal247 writes, the girl I was seeing sucked off another guy in my bathroom at my going away party right before I moved. And Skyburn's Red ads watched a hot Asian girl just hike up her skirt and start finger blasting herself in the living room at a college party. TBH, as a 19 year old student, I watched for a solid three to four minutes before I mentioned it to another girl and she took her away. Four Loco was a hell of a thing before it was changed slash banned. I agree with that statement. And Jace underscore T ads. Walked in on a four-person gangbang on my then-friend at the time, brackets, had a falling out two years later because she turned into a huge enabling alcoholic. It was happening in the second lounge, and I needed to grab my phone from there, so I just walked in, passed it all, gave her the thumbs up while she had three guys deep in her guts and one in her hand, got a thumbs up back from her free hand, and left the room. I miss that house. And Rarium adds, my first ever week at uni, a guy in our flat passed out in his boxers and socks after swigging tequila and Southern Comfort straight from the bottle for an hour. He was fully gone and couldn't even stand or drink water. We put him to bed and then not 10 minutes later, he knocked at my door fully dressed and apologized for the quote unquote incident yesterday and said he'd be more careful with his drinking. Just the speed of his recovery was honestly completely crazy. He did then disappear all night, as far as I'm aware, but it remains a mystery to me what happened. And Sixes and Sevens writes, I got to a Halloween party once. I saw a girl dressed up as Kitana from Mortal Kombat, and I was stoked because I was dressed up as Scorpion. I did the, quote-unquote, get over here, while pointing at her to try to break the ice, and she said, quote-unquote, I have a boyfriend. My wife was standing right next to me. And Internet Kids Are Mean adds, I watched a butt-ugly war pig of a stripper put a lit match into a college kid's dick hole. crab walk over to him completely nude, and put out the match with a queef. And the leech man adds, I was at a party in high school, and 30 or so people had all crammed themselves into the dining room. They had moved everything out of it and were using it as a makeshift dance floor. This one song comes on that just goes, quote-unquote, jump, 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 which may be jump around by house of pain everyone starts jumping in unison and all of a sudden the whole center of the fucking floor caves in not just a little hole but like a 10 by 10 section just crushes inward and sends all of them smashing into one another i was in the kitchen laughed my ass off and promptly pieced the fuck out to avoid whatever fallout came another time i was at a party with maybe 70 to 100 people there the house had a backyard that led straight into a hiking area slash nature park kind of thing Cops showed up and everyone goes scattering into the woods in the middle of the night. A small group of people I kind of knew all kind of grouped up as we descended into the pitch black forest. We keep going for a little bit and stop to kind of listen to what's going on because there's a bunch of other groups all around us and we had seen police with flashlights poking around. One of the girls in the group I'm in sits on a cactus and screams and from above us we hear quote unquote, shut the fuck up. One dude had climbed like 30 feet up into a tree and was just bear hugging the trunk holding on. As I'm picking the needles out of this girl's butt, a Another group comes running past us and tells us the neighbors had started shooting at them with BB guns and they're going to grab some rocks and fuck up their house. Kids are dumb. I was dumb. And Hamler, or, and Hamler writes, In college, the party was at an unofficial off-campus frat house. Residents had stolen a riding bull from a Western bar that had closed down years ago and brought it into the house. The owner of the house was an older guy who was on the 10-year college plan. When he got drunk enough, he'd bet people $20 that they couldn't ride the bull on the highest setting. He sweetened the bet by saying that anyone who could would get to spend the night with his girlfriend she was someone that every guy lusted after so this became a very popular bet among all party goers and he'd literally make a couple hundred dollars a night so this freshman kid was at one of these parties and heard the bet unknown to literally everyone at the time he'd won several ribbons bull riding at rodeos so he takes the bet and wins easily the place is cheering for him and he goes to claim his quote-unquote prize at which the owner was not happy. Unfortunately for him, the GF had apparently been thinking about leaving him because he was always drunk and took the lucky freshman upstairs for his reward. And then to rub it in worse, she made loud noises during the act to the cheers of the entire party. And Neat Party rights. Roommate came home from a Halloween party and said, quote-unquote, You'll never believe this. I passed out and woke up to a chick in a scream, brackets, the movie costume, sucking my dick. I thought for a minute and said, quote-unquote, How could you tell it was a chick? He got a panicked look on his face and swore me to secrecy immediately. And Horton heard what, writes, At a party that wasn't supposed to be any kind of sex party, sitting in a hot tub with everyone, and a girl on the other side sharks over pushed the lag of my trunks up and started blowing me in front of everyone. About five minutes into it, I look over and my buddy, who was sitting there next to me, has his hand on the back of her head doing the old up and down. Everyone just kind of looked for a second and then went about what they were doing. I think I seemed to be the most freaked out person about the entire situation. And Fanatic Fun adds, This was when I was in high school. Kind of a nobody kid from another school decided to throw an quote-unquote everyone is invited party at his grandparents' house. Turned into a house wrecker. Here are the major events that occurred. Group of guys threw a queen-size mattress down the stairs to hit a guy who was standing there. Brackets, he was okay. My friend emptied one of the large bottles of Nesquik chocolate syrup on the entire kitchen floor, causing multiple people to do a full cartoon-style airborne slip backwards. A football player ran full tilt into the tin shed in the backyard, completely collapsing it on himself. Brackets, he was okay too. Someone set a pile of garbage on fire in the living room. Brackets was quickly put out. Guy punched a hole in the wall and threw up in it. All of the patio furniture ended up on the roof. And the cherry on top, when we were leaving, a guy went up to a female cop and asked her for a high five. And when she went to high five him, he slapped her across the face. To this day, I've never seen a human run as fast as he ran away from her. Anyway, there was between $50,000 and $70,000 total damage to the house, and the kid got sent away to military or boarding school or something for a couple of years. Haven't heard of him since. And Sweet Bastard writes, One of my gay friends invited me to a party at his place. Shortly after the party began, there was a gay orgy starting up. Being the only straight person, I got some cocktails his partner made me and waited by the pool while eating snacks. Apparently, the two people that started the orgy were both ex-porn stars from California living in Pennsylvania. It was one of the most fun parties I've been to. And Roadhouse93 adds, oh man, I lived in a frat house for a couple of years, so I've got a couple of stories. I threw an ABC party every year, brackets anything but clothes. So I've seen full duct tape suits, people wearing trash bags, and one debatable time where two guys only wore aprons, just the front, no backing. We had a tradition called eating a beer, which is maybe the dumbest thing I regularly did in college. You basically take a beer, smack yourself in the head until it cracks, then bite into it to widen the hole and chug the rest. Big regrets on that one. Most insane single event was probably when a couple of my buddies did LSD. The whole night they were running back into the house to grab snacks that they would just press into the wall of the garage. There was a painting of a fish there and they were convinced it needed fed. Edit, just remembered that the time I played Metal Beer Solid, that was also pretty wild. Go around the party totally normal, then when people aren't looking, cover one eye eye patch and swig their drink. If they spot you, do your best MGS noise and bolt and blue goblin ads a couple of friends and i were hanging out drinking when we heard a party going on down the road from us we grabbed our beer and went to join the fun they welcomed us we traded drinks and sat around a fire jamming on bongos well into the night after a few hours some people were getting into a fight and i turned to my friend and said quote unquote, you know if they're about to get into a fight should we stop them him how me if we were to fight we'd still be friends after right Him, yeah, me, so let's get into a fake fight to stop their real fight because they can't fight if we're already fighting. It just doesn't work. Him, okay, how do we start? Me, right hooked to his chin while he's looking away for a second at the other fight starting up. Him, immediate blast in my eye that sends me sprawling away from him in my drunken, unbalanced state. The entire party immediately shifted focus from the two people getting loud at each other, brackets, seems to me in hindsight they were all shouting no clout, to the two people who were actually fighting. And we get stopped before we can do any real damage, only getting a quick tackle and a couple of totally weak and harmless swings before being dragged apart. We were promptly kicked out of the party and sent on our way, being strangers and all. The two people shouting didn't fight. We walked away immediately friends again, and he got a messed up jaw and I a black eye for our workout. All in all, a win. I still remember the laughter as he told me, quote unquote, dude, go look in the mirror. Your eye is super messed up. I did, and I was in awe of The Shiner, a really nice one. At work the next day, everyone was amazed we got in a fight. As they all know, we're good friends. Only fight I've ever been in, and I'm proud of it. You know, a proud idiot, but proud anyway. Smiling emoticon. So I did witness this, but it was of course me. It's not quite the craziest thing I've witnessed, but it was the dumbest and most reckless. I imagine it's up there for some others at that party. And Fuck Lawyers adds, I grabbed a beer bong, stuffed some cornstarch in the funnel, lit a grill lighter, and blew hard on the end. I was demonstrating how super fucking flammable it can be when aerosolized. I didn't realize it was gonna fill the entire 600 square foot ceiling with boiling flames. I've never seen an apartment clear out so fast. And Swimber ads. Oh man, a straight edge Catholic girl who never partied before showed up to my 19th birthday party in Anchorage, Alaska. A friend brought her as a date. She decided to try heroic doses of just about every psychedelic drug imaginable for some reason, then proceeded to cut off all of her hair which she grew her whole life and renounced her faith in front of everyone in my studio apartment while tripping balls. She said she wants to be a crust punk now or something. Meanwhile, the jazz channel was on full fucking blast. Also that night, my friend turned blue and had weird Asian-looking writing all over his whole body, which I tried writing down on paper, but I was just tripping too hard and there was just too many people. As an aside, that story is... A hilarious recollection of an LSD trip because of you know, just the oh. Also, the Jazz Channel was on. Like that has nothing to do with the story. It's just really funny. And finally, Jam Dog seventy seven adds Halloween house party. Everyone in fancy dress except one guy. Everyone is having a good time until No Costume Guy goes on a rampage and throws a guy dressed as Shaggy through a ground floor window and just paces around the room like a wild animal looking like he's going to do it again. Everyone is in a state of shock or going out to check on Shaggy. My Mate Pete brackets, R.I.P., calmly folds up a chair and smashes the guy over the back with it WWE style and then threw him out. A guy dressed as Spider-Man was later found asleep in the toilet with a toothbrush hanging out of his ass. Well, what did you think of those stories? I like stories like these. Parties can have a lot of great memories associated with them, and certainly, I have thrown a lot of parties. That's one of the problems with parties, is that uh, not enough people have them, right? It's always, it's a lot of stress, you invite people, you buy a lot of food and booze, and then people come, and they enjoy it, and then they leave. And you're like, yeah, that, I spent three or $400 for my friends to come over and have a good time, which is its own reward, but sometimes you're kind of like... As someone would invite me to a party, my parents used to always be like, they throw huge parties at the house growing up and would always complain that other people didn't have parties. If you haven't had a party in a while, and I know we're all in quarantine times, but uh, think about planning a party for when it comes out. Because everyone, you know, it's, it's great to hang out. You don't get to talk to everybody, but you do have fun conversations. Lots of funny stories from drunken parties I may have, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I'll tell a funny story from one of my birthdays, which was uh, my, we had a birthday, I was probably 24, and I had a keg of beer, and I had a friend who had a drinking problem, and he was manning the keg, and as the night went on, he got drunker and drunker and drunker, and then eventually he, (laughs) this story's gonna suck. Anyway, eventually he passed out and just fell off the chair that he was sitting on, and we moved him downstairs into the the dining, we were in the attic, and we moved him into the living room, and I told him, like, he was conscious, and he was embarrassed, because he had a big scrape on his forehead, and, um, you know, I was like, oh man, like, you you passed out, like, just, you know, you're more than welcome to chill out here, we're gonna go, we're gonna leave, because it was, it was getting close to bar time, we all wanted to go out and have some drinks at a bar, and we leave, and we're like, you know, okay, so stay here, and you can, we'll, we'll, I'll make you breakfast in the morning, we'll have a good time, and he was like, thanks a lot thanks a lot and i go to the bathroom and I hear this commotion and they're like oh my god he he got up and ran out of the house <laughs> we're like oh no and i knew he had a, a history of uh, dr- drunk driving like literally smashing his car into trees and then like walking home and then calling the police and say, like, my car is stolen, (laughs) you know, somehow managing to walk away from every accident. So I was like, oh, I don't want him to drive. I don't want him to drive. So I run out and and I'm looking out on the street in my house and I see a car with a guy in it. And I go over thinking, like, oh, it's going to be him. You know, maybe he's going to sleep in his car. And it was just some dude jacking off in his car. And I was like, oh, happy birthday to me, I guess. So that's my funny parting story. There are others, but perhaps for another time. I hope you have some funny party stories because that's what going to parties is all about. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks for listening. No new updates or anything like that. I want to say a special thanks to White Power James who sent me this suggestion. I'm going to do another podcast episode pretty soon. Um, I found some stuff that made me want to throw up. And now it's going to make you want to throw up. So you have that to look forward to. I still have a ton of stickers. If anybody wants stickers, please let me know. Um, I think the last magnet is spoken for. So unfortunately, no more magnets for the time being. But plenty of stickers. You can put a sticker on a magnet. Do what you want. Um... And again, thanks everyone who tuned in and listened to the F Plus Garbage Day. It was a lot of fun to do. Hopefully next year we'll get to do it in person so that we don't have to do it all remote. Although the Garbage Day is remote, but they have, they did do live stuff and I've done it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for You. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads. What's the craziest thing you ever saw at a party from Reddit for you? We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.